welcome to the 13th episode of Tech Lively, which feels like feels like a lot of these. I didn't plan to... I guess I did plan to do not this many of them, but here we are. Um, I have Kristen with me, who is our online editor. Uh, made the art for this podcast, too. So thank you for making that. Yeah, that was, of course. That was delightful. Um, actually, I do want to ask you about that. Like, how, what, you, what were you thinking when you made that? Because I know we had an old logo, which I thought was bland as heck. So I was like, no, we can't have this one anymore. Must make a new one. And then you made a new one, so... Yeah, it, well, like, Amanda, the old um, design editor, she just reached out to me and was like, we're trying to figure out a new podcast logo. If you have, like, any ideas, you can just send them in. Um, and so I knew I wanted to incorporate the T for the technique, mm-hmm. and I figured podcasts are always related to microphones, stuff like that. And so I just kind of made it into a little mic stand and went with it, added some colors that were very tech-esque, and that was it. I'm glad we got a little bit of gold in there. Yeah. The technique <laughs> is very blue-heavy. That is true, just blue and white. Yeah, it can be kind of boring. Um, Yeah, ironically, we don't use mic stands at all. Yeah. (laughs) We've been holding these microphones. Actually, we did buy some, but they were the wrong size, so we can't use those yet either. Um, How's your run at the Technique been, though? What what, what have you enjoyed so far? Um, I really like it. I was involved with the yearbook in my high school, so I've just, like, loved student publications, um, and I knew I wanted to be part of Tech's newspaper. Mm Um, I started off just being a contributing writer in my summer right before freshman year. Okay, cool. And then um, I started helping Sarah, who was the old old online editor, with some online work last semester. And then um, she was telling me that she is going to move on to other things Mm -hmm. and that I should apply if I'm interested. So I just decided, why not? (laughs) Just get involved a little bit more. I don't know if I would want to write every single week, but I like being able to drop in every now and then write an article or an opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, it's good. Yeah, the fact that everyone on staff at least gets a little bit Right. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you're on staff, so you should write a little bit. Cause yeah. Favor. But no, I mean, yeah, there's you're in the you're in the good, you're in the fun spot where you can be like, well, this is the writing is not the main point of exactly. what I'm aiming for here, yeah. but like you still your voice is still here, mm-hmm. which is hey, that's part of why we're all here for the most not, not for the most part, but I mean, to be able to get our voice in print, which is something or on audio, so exactly, it's no, fun. Okay, I know I do want to ask about this. Okay, because I am not artistic in any way shape or form when it comes to like visual stuff whatsoever but i do i I do follow like sport uniforms Mm -hmm. culture and whatnot and like how those have evolved over the years and some of them will like they've transitioned away from this but a lot of them will have like a base template and then just kind of go from there so i'm curious like what you think about art that uses base templates and then use a bunch of varieties around that like is that something that's like interesting to you like what, what, what do you think of just that kind of art yeah I think that's especially useful when you're doing like a style guide mm-hmm. for maybe like a company or an organization so after making that podcast logo I took all of the hex codes for those different colors mm-hmm. and wrote down the fonts and everything and for all of like my future social media posts that I um, post as online editor I make sure to use those same colors just to co- like keep a consistent branding mm-hmm. but Overall, I don't think there needs to be a template for every single design that I create. Right, but right. I think having that kind of um, guideline is super helpful. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I like, I do like the the uh, Instagram post you put up and whatnot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> make it look. Oh, it also reminds me that we have an article or have an issue out because it'll be Friday and I just forget. They're like, oh yeah, I need to go grab one. Right, today. me too. <laughs> so no, that's cool. How like when you when you want to see how many varieties, how many different paths it can go. 
does it come naturally to be like, okay, there's like 18 different things in my head that I'm like, oh, wait, this could look like this. Or like you do one and then that unlocks maybe another one and then unlocks another one or something like that. I would say I start off with so many different ideas of mm-hmm. what I want these different graphics to look like. Mm-hmm. And then once I solidify like one design that I really, really enjoy, then I can go off from there, come up with new designs okay. and so on. Yeah. Okay. Do you draw any of them out by hand or for any no. online stuff or is it just straight to power? It's just straight to illustrator or something like that. Yeah. I go straight on my laptop. Okay. Um, sometimes I do sketch, but not like to make a graphic mm-hmm. more just like on paper. So I can kind of visualize what I'm thinking. Gotcha. Okay. I forgot to ask what's your major. Oh, I'm a literature media and communication major. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm a business major. So cool. One of the, I saw that we were business majors were 6% of the 20, this, the incoming class wow. which <laughs> was smaller than I had remembered that my group was and i think y'all were 11 percent. i want to say maybe that Uh was all maybe that was all of ivan in general was 11 percent um but yeah that said we're both not engineers Mm -hmm. which means we are in the minority of everything here for the most (laughs) part when it comes to the the, i guess the well yeah a the content we're taking and just how we're relating that to the world so does well, what are your threads in LMC? Because I know those are that can determine a lot. Yeah, right now I'm thinking of doing media and communication. Okay. I was thinking of possibly dipping my foot into um, design, but okay. I think media and communication just encompasses that on its own. So yeah, um, I think that's probably where I want to go with that. Okay, cool. How is has have you has it felt? I guess do you feel like you're getting the mainline tech experience in Ivan Allen versus the majority of people that are going to be an Emmy and E and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I when I was applying to college, I didn't know that I wanted to go to tech. I wasn't even sure if I was gonna apply. Oh. Yeah, I'm from Georgia, so in my head, tech was just like where all the STEM kids from my high school right, end up. Right. Um. So I wasn't planning on a- attending, and even once I got into tech, then I still had other schools, like other liberal arts colleges, mm-hmm. that I was debating over which one to go to. And one of the biggest reasons why I chose tech over the others Mm -hmm. was that at those other schools i'd be majoring in just communication with a bachelor of arts Uh, but then at tech i get to graduate with a bachelor of science and my major is literature media and communication it just like imprises everything yeah um and that was really important to me because i have no clue what i want to do when i'm older yeah and i think that just gives me so many different options yeah, yeah. yeah and funny story i actually applied to college fully thinking I wanted to be a journalist. Oh, um, yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I applied to the top journalism school. I was, like, set on that. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then I got rejected from that school. Oh. And I knew I didn't want to pursue journalism if it wasn't at the top school because it is, like, a more, like, quote-unquote dying industry. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted the best experience possible if that's what I was going to pursue as my career. Gotcha, okay. And so when I got rejected, I completely switched paths and just had no clue what I wanted to do just Mm -hmm. knew I wanted to stay in the humanities and um I think all of that worked out for a reason because I would have never learned more about what LMC is or what I could do um in other careers of communication why do you think journalism is dying then well I hate that that's like a thing or like a thing that people maybe let's not say dying because I think it's trans maybe it's transitioning exactly so why would you say classical for lack of a better term, journalism is fading. Right. I would just say technology is just becoming such a huge thing. And um, I love being able to physically hold a newspaper in my hand. Mm-hmm. But realistically, it's easier for most people to access it when it's online. Yeah. And um, even at those top journalism schools, I know a lot of my friends who do study journalism there end up double majoring in something else because right. 
in this like cur- current climate in the workforce, like you have to have um, other technical skills mm-hmm. to combine with those journalistic right. sc- skills. Um, and so going to tech here, I am part of the newspaper, which has been super fun for me because I'm still able to like dive into that creative part of my mind. Yeah. But also um, I'm learning more technical skills that I will probably use more in whatever career I decide to pursue. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, that makes sense. I've Even I'm still learning how to use Twitter properly. Right. I think, <laughs> and I've been on it since, well, a while. No, I've got fr- I've got friends on there that like have their whole first name and just their first name because they got on it so early. <laughs> and it's just like that. Like that, that, that feels like a token of journalism now that like there is some, there's like a, not necessarily a standard, but like there's clout that comes with, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've got like this handle or like, it's not, it's less the content and less the, the undergirding, like who you are and whatnot to an extent. It's much more of a personality thing. Exactly. And yeah. And when I was like, when I wanted to pursue journalism, I was mainly thinking just writing articles 24 mm-hmm. seven. And that was like my idea as a little high schooler of what journalism journalism is. Yeah. Um, and now that that has completely changed for me and I go to tech now, I have realized that there are so many other ways to get involved with journalism yeah, without yeah. necessarily writing. I realized I don't enjoy just sitting down and meeting deadlines every single week. And yeah. so that's why I found, um, different ways to do this. Um, mm. By being an online editor, I'm so involved in our consensus talks and getting to write some op-eds. But then at the same time, I get a little bit more freedom in yeah. doing what I want to do. What would you say is the most powerful form of journalism now? I would say it's what... I would say it's how you present yourself on online, mm-hmm. whether that's through social media or... Um, like through the online newspaper, mm-hmm. whatever you say, that's what you're passionate about. I feel like that is a form of journalism. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. Um, okay. Back to like how we're like not engineers and whatnot. How do you, I've never like socially mapped the various, like, not like, like, well, there's obviously like people that are in like Greek life and whatnot, but like I've, I've, th- I've tried to avoid doing like a pure like mapping of who's in what spot on mm-hmm. campus beyond like what part of campus they live in do you think though there's like a natural like way campus gets segmented maybe to use a, a softer term of just like okay naturally these people land in these buckets and how they exist at tech right i i would say that there's definitely communities um i find that although i have a lot of friends who are who range in all different majors mm-hmm. and interests i do find a sense of community within like liberal arts here at tech mm-hmm. um i recently became an ivan allen college ambassador and that, thank you that was super super cool because i'm just surrounded by other people who are so passionate about what they're studying mm-hmm. um and it's just fun being able to be grouped together with other um passionate individuals yeah that's cool what what is okay what is one that is an ivan allen ivan <laughs> what does one that's an Ivan Allen Im- ambassador actually do? Because I've known people that are that, but I've I don't actually know what that entails. Right. It's it's really fun for me because I'm someone who just loves school spirit things mm-hmm. all throughout high school. I've just like loved dressing up for spirit days, things like that. And mm-hmm. so when I was coming into college, I knew I wanted to be a tour guide, yeah. but I have zero sense of direction oh. whatsoever. <laughs> um, and I just recently found out that as an Ivan Allen ambassador. I get to give tours, but they're on a smaller scale because I'm showing the liberal arts sides of tech um, to smaller audiences um, with smaller tour guide groups. 
besides that, we also host events that are supposed to get either prospective students or actual students that know that they're they're Mm -hmm. committed and coming to tech. We get to host like student panels and just like fun events where they get to be more involved and Mm -hmm. learn more about liberal arts. And I work really closely with um, Elizabeth, who works in the dean o- dean's office, and it's just awesome getting to kind of bridge the gap between the liberal arts community and administrative staff here at Tech. Nice. As someone who's doing, I guess, a lot of, a lot more of the grunt work of like the connecting with prospective students, why do you think Tech needs that particular role filled by a student? I think it's because the students here know what we love about this major mm-hmm. and about this school. Um, Of course, there are going to be professors and staff that think that liberal arts here at Tech is so awesome Mm -hmm. and it's going to be so useful for the future. And these are the reasons why. But when you're actually a student, you get to see this sort of dynamic in your classrooms. Mm -hmm. You get to see what you actually learn in class and what you take with you in internships and future career opportunities. And so we're really the people that um, have that experience and rich history Mm -hmm. um, with whatever we're passionate about. And I also see that like, of course these administrative staff, they're very passionate about helping us find out what we love. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we're all young adults who are still figuring our stuff out. (laughs) We're just figuring our things out. And um, there's a huge transition from high school to college and from college to the rest of our adulthood. And being able to connect with other students and know what we each other are feeling is really important. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Northview in Johns Creek. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I've driven through Johns Creek a couple <laughs> times at best. I was not from that area. Um, well, okay. Well, I'll ask this as a, someone who's in, just lived in this area, the world or lived in the Atlanta area for heck upwards of 20 years now. Um, how in that for, for your high school, how approachable did tech seem? For my high school specifically, we have tons of kids who get admitted into tech every single year. Mm-hmm. We're a public school, but we're huge and very competitive. And so we do see lots of numbers. But for me as a liberal arts major, I I know that tech admits blindly without seeing what major you apply for. And mm-hmm. so I didn't think I had like a leg up since I was in the, I guess, minority of the majors, you right. know. Um, and so I was a little bit worried because I my classes that I took in high school were not necessarily STEM geared and my interests weren't aligned completely with um, what I thought was tech's mission. Mm -hmm. But then as I was going further along the process, I realized that tech is really just passionate. (laughs) Tech is really passionate (laughs) about just helping students make the world a better place. And they're really preparing us for jobs that don't even exist yet. Yep. Um, yep. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> Just like preparing us for this future world of technology. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I want to do. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So the guy that is the undergrad admissions director, he went to my high school. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, so it didn't feel like I was cheating, but it was just like, okay, this guy gets at least what I'm doing yeah. for the <laughs> most part, um, which was, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Okay, how would you then? Okay, maybe so now you've so now you've been on both sides recently, definitely mm-hmm. more recently than me. Um, especially post COVID, how do you think tech can be made more approachable for people that? Because now we're, I mean, our application numbers are skyrocketing. Right. So I mean, we're getting we're getting more people that want to come here than ever, and so maybe maybe approachability isn't the best way to put it. But I guess how would you make people think that 
okay, yeah, no, it's worth at least investing my time to try to get in here. And even if I don't get in that, hey, this is at least a place that I can still interact with somehow, after, even if I'm not actually going to be taking classes here. Right. I think the biggest thing is that because Georgia Tech focuses so much on the technology side and like how technology is becoming bigger and bigger in our future, it's important for students and just like outsiders to realize this Mm -hmm. and realize that the point of tech is not to just be this hard STEM school to get into that's like super competitive and competing with other STEM schools. But the point is that you are trying to learn more about what the world is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, And so whether you get into tech or not, or whether you're taking classes here or not, the biggest part is just knowing how to interact with these different students Mm -hmm. and know that these are going to be the future Um, And these are going to be the people that you work with and you want to continue to make change in the world. Yeah. Are you a second, third year? I'm a first year. You're a first year. Oh, you're a first year. Oh, my. Okay. Man, you're fresh. Wow. (laughs) Okay. This is, okay. So I'm a fifth year. Wow. So I've been here on, so man, you're the first one I've talked to that like legitimately just wasn't here for the COVID part of it. Yeah. This is (laughs) wild. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you this. I tell this to other people, but like, so the, You'll and you'll 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 be able to experience this, which I'm really happy for. That you'll be here your first year, you'll, you'll see your freshman people and whatnot, and then you'll be in the same building and whatnot. You'll be in a, f- a few more buildings to start with because you got to get through your other non-major requirements yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> take EAS. That's yeah, that's the one. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, take that, take that. Um, but you'll like just start seeing the same people. Like you'll there's all thousands of people here, but people have the same walking paths and whatnot. And they end up at the same events, so you eventually start like subconsciously recognizing faces and whatnot and it's just like you can you kind of create a secondary comfort of just like okay i need of just being somewhere for a long time which is fun and then we were all gone for like we left i still remember the day when we left it was wild um but so we were like we left for spring break and then i told us it was gonna be two weeks of spring break and then it turned into you're never coming back this semester (laughs) and then we came back in the in the well at least some of us were on campus i was here that whole year but it was like still like half campus ish kind of thing and then this year i walk around and it's like the sidewalks are full right. this is wild also i don't recognize anybody anymore because there was two years like basically a year and a half of like all those people are gone and there's there was two new sets of people that were there the right. covid freshmen who were mostly not there and then this year's actual then your group <laughs> yeah and i was just like i'm a i feel old but b it's like this is a wild time that I just didn't that like there's that whole group that I was going to see phase out and I just totally didn't have to see happen. So Lord willing, you'll be able to have that all the way through yep, for a while. Um, what? Okay. Well then tell me what high school is like in, during COVID because my siblings had one high, I had one sibling go into high school during COVID. Like her first year of high school was not at our high school building. She just did it all from home, which oh, was wow, yeah. wild, I think. And then she, she did pretty well, but like, yeah, how was, how was that for you? I think for me, although I kind of lost my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. it was not that dramatic for me. Okay. I remember evacuating or that's very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, not going to school yeah. in March when I was a junior and I was just like super happy because that was near the end of the school year. Anyway, yeah. um, kind of over it at that point, ready to be a senior. Yeah. Did not know that it was going to affect my senior year, but also was not fully sad about it. Right. Um, like I never got like a prom, but thankfully our graduation was in person, but it was That's just good. like very different from what yeah, a normal yeah, graduation yeah. looks like. We didn't get like our Friday night football games, yeah, stuff like that, yeah, yeah. field trips. But I was totally okay with that because I think for me, quarantine 
in general, like this whole pandemic has just let me learn a lot about like myself. Mm-hmm. I feel compared to a lot of people that I know, I feel very, very much like I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty mature. Um, and I just think I owe a lot of that to just having to spend a lot of time at home and mm-hmm. just with my family. It was I have a great relationship with my family and my younger sister, she's now a junior in high school. So she like skipped like a fresh, a whole freshman year and her sophomore year of high school because of COVID. But it was not hard for me at all because I was just surrounded by people I was happy with. Um, and so I'm very grateful. It didn't affect my first year of college. That was what I was most excited for. And so overall, I, I am like a firm believer that everything happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. And, even though this this reason is happening for way longer than I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am still grateful. I think it it all worked out, and I feel very confident in who I am and who I'm continuing to grow into be. That is exactly who Tech wants to be here, or <laughs> people that have a sense of what they want to do. Um, well, not necessarily have a sense of what they fully want to do, but like have 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 clearly have a grounding because they know right. this place is not necessarily easy, um, and you've got to have some. Du- I mean, you don't have to have all your ducks in a row, but having some ducks in a row is exactly extremely yeah. helpful at times to get through just the absolute ringer of this place can be. I think this is my just today. Yesterday was like, I think I had half the things I did yesterday were even planned. Like the rest <laughs> of it's just like stuff just comes up and comes up and comes up. And it's just like, Oh my God, I can't wait to go to bed and everything. And then yeah. today all my things were planned, but there was like 20 of them. So <laughs> it just, it just happens that way. Um, Let's go, let's go through some tech favorites of you had now there's no way you have all your favorites that you, <laughs> the ones you have now i'll be very interested to know what they are in yeah five they're years definitely gonna change gonna be very different so your initial list though what's your favorite building for now my favorite building i think it depends on what i'm using it for okay. i i actually love setting at the flag building um just because it's very quiet and low-key here um, Don't but tell then, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not but on podcast especially. just in general, I I love the Colk. Like, I just mm-hmm. love being surrounded by a bunch of busy people, and the building is obviously like super huge and like beautiful. So I would say those two are my favorites. Okay. Uh, of the food options you've explored around here, on or on or off, it can be off if you want. Well, what's 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 hit the spot so far? Um. So I'm in a sorority. And we have a new chef, oh. and she is amazing. Oh, that's Literally good. love her and her food that she makes. That's nice. <laughs> and I am a huge foodie, too. So um, on, like, weekends when I wasn't in college, we'd, like, come and visit Ponds and Krog and everything. Oh, delightful. But um, I really like Chattahoochee Food Works. It's, okay. like, newer. It opened, like, I think a year ago. The, the biggest part or the, like, the best part of, Food works for me is not necessarily the food, but there's mm-hmm. just so many different types. Yeah. You have like food from like Vietnam and Italy and Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it's just like so many different places. You get to try so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I like grabbing a little bit of everything and just having a little bit of fun. That's <laughs> cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Okay. If you haven't been, have you been to Taqueria del Sol? Yet? I haven't. Okay. That will be my final meal of my <laughs> life when I get to that point. Well, not anytime soon. And hopefully they're still open back by then. Yes. But that's <laughs> two 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 fifty two fifty tacos. The margaritas are great. The the uh well the queso is to die for and the guac. It's all it's all perfect. Yes. All, <laughs> you'll get yeah, no, it, you'll find you'll find a time to be there. Um any of the traditions you've experienced so far that were really fun? Um 
So I actually didn't go to convocation. That's okay. <laughs> I was sad about it at first, but I slept through it, honestly. The only reason mine was even worth going to is because they gave us uh, solar eclipse glasses at, <laughs> at ours. <laughs> That's very comforting because I was very sad that I missed it just because of a nap. But I would say I loved football season. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like so lively. It reminded me of high school games. Yeah. But 20 times better you know okay just surrounded by like people who are so happy to be there and just yeah. excited for the team even if we aren't necessarily winning we're awful yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um i just like the energy there and like our fight songs and everything are just super yeah. fun no i definitely our football games are definitely one of a kind right regardless. there even the games when i know like there is no way we're winning this and then we promptly don't win exactly whatsoever <laughs> still like that initial just that that initial the the first little bit of just like everyone's still bought in you believe a little bit just enough yeah um, and the fanfare and the pomp and circumstance it's all it's all delightful what was what was your reaction the first time you saw the car drive on the field um i took so many pictures oh, i was good. so excited i sent them all <laughs> to my family like i just the whole vibe with the lights and everything was just so much fun and mm-hmm. my first game was actually at mercedes-benz and so oh. that was just like a super cool game because it was so different. We but. had the same experience then. Really? Yes. My freshman year, our first game, we got the, they'll, they'll do a thing where, because the college starts before the NFL starts, uh-huh. they, because Sober City's been, is open. There's no, like the Falcons aren't playing. Yeah. So there's three college, no, there's two college games oh, over the weekend. Uh-huh. And they put one on Monday night when there usually is an NFL game on national TV and they put the college game on national TV. So we played Tennessee for our first oh game and that was my first uh-huh. game i've watched as a student at least uh we lost in overtime but <laughs> whatever no, no, well hey at least you got to see a win yeah one, that, is that was our best winner in the last three years i kid you not yeah <laughs> my friend but, she she's a third year she took me for the first time and she was like you're our lucky charm and then we <laughs> lost all the other yeah no so. it, really, it really that gave us a lot of I remember in the moment thinking, is this false hope? I can't tell right yeah. now. And then it turns out North Carolina wasn't good yeah. either. So it was, it was all a little bit of a sham. But it's, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, there's, I, I think football is football is one of the, just, it, it is as old of, I mean, text, what the, our, no, the technique's 110 years old now. The football team's older than that. So wow, between yeah. this, the two of those, you're getting into just some old, old history that's <laughs> been around. Um, yeah, no, I would soak up, even if we suck at football definitely soak up what you can from those days because right. a lot of where text culture still lies is within those within those days and the history of that um and where it can still go i mean a lot of a lot of sports is you can regenerate a new way to operate yeah and what yeah. your culture can be in tech and football is football is the fast eh, not the fastest way but it's the easiest way for just really big new things to happen on campus is via that so yep. yeah going to those is is, is good um I go to the other sports too. I mean, I'm a sports guy, so I like to go to all of them. I want to go to some others. There is, I would highly recommend volleyball when you get there. Um, Ooh, it's, uh-huh. a sw- it's the hardest to get into because it's the fewest number of seats because it's in the O'Keefe building, which used to be a high school before oh. it got turned in, before we took it over. Uh-huh. Um, and so the gym is a high school sized gym where they play. Um, but one side's just for students where the band's also, bored. the band takes up a lot of seats. It's kind of their fault. There aren't that many seats because <laughs> the band has a lot of them. Um, no, it is so loud in there, and it gets really hot because they have to turn the fans off so that it doesn't blow the ball away. Oh my god! So it just becomes this whole. It feels like not doesn't feel like you're at a concert, but in some ways, it's just like it's yeah. loud. There's the bands playing. It's 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 crazy. <laughs> I bet it's a delightful thing, and we're good. We're good too. We're one yes. of the top ten in the nation. So that makes us great. Um, okay, so we're kind of going backwards, but 
I think this question is, is worth asking. Um, a lot, I mean, a lot of text identity is pointed in the definitely the, en- the 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 engineering side of things first mm-hmm. for for one like my brother's an industrial design major i will never think like that man thinks <laughs> because he can he just sees things totally differently from how i do and also points out very obvious things that i just don't see either and it's really great um but at the same time like a lot of the business classes and all the lmc classes and whatnot like that's where like in some sense like that's where the athletes are studying and whatnot right. like i've got love business i think less so than lmc but like i've like i noticed in those classes i'm like okay there's like half the basketball team in this <laughs> class like what's going on here this is not normal um and it definitely is a very different vibe so i guess how would you maybe not yeah maybe not classify but like where do you find the inherent value still in these humanities classes that if you look at it from a certain way it looks like a throwaway class for some people right i think the biggest thing is that especially as an lmc major my main goal as not just a student but just like in general, like when I'm in the future mm-hmm. for the rest of my life, I want to be that bridge between people who are very technical and STEM heavy and people who are just like average Joes who mm-hmm. want to understand what's going on. I think LMC is like the bridge between that. Oh. And we we are the more human side of communication technology. And so personally, I want to work in technology, mm-hmm. but I want to... Um, add a humanistic perspective Mm -hmm. to everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Like I want to communicate with engineers, but also the average consumer. And Mm -hmm. I want to know the thought processes of both and be the communicator between both of those things. And I think that's not just what LMC does, but liberal arts in general here at tech, a big part of it is that we are, um, adding a humanistic perspective to all of these technological advanced ideas. That's really cool. You're, t- you're talking like a CEO right now. That, <laughs> Thank you. That, yeah. No, that's that's the kind of that's the kind of that's very forward thinking. And I think and and I know there's some people. Oh yeah, I guess the the uh, the easy way to get there, I guess, is technical writing. But like that doesn't do right. much mm-hmm. either. Like you can translate in a sense, but it doesn't do the whole job. And I think what you're getting at is much more of the like, no, let's really interweave the experiences mm-hmm. of these of. I say these two parties, but like these two facets of life, yeah, and make it where they can understand each other a little bit better. Um, Elizabeth Warren would have had a field day with what you just said <laughs> with her, her. You know, what's her with, with the Consumer Protection Agency and, mm, and stuff uh-huh. like that. <laughs> oh man, that was cool. Okay, do you have any more thoughts about that? Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say like, even though I'm just in my first year here, I've definitely had comments said uh, said about looking down on my major mm-hmm. or just like liberal arts in general, like why would you even want to study that here at tech right. or like, Oh, like why are you even stressed? You're an LMC major, yeah. stuff like that. And I think there's definitely room to be sad and upset about comments like that. Mm-hmm. But because I'm confident in that, I chose the right major for myself. Mm-hmm. I, those comments really don't get to me. Right. And I, I know like what my goal is with my major and with my future. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, a big part about studying humanities um, at a STEM school is knowing your worth yeah. and being confident and not letting STEM majors or anyone else really talk down on you because right. you know who you are and what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for people that maybe aren't all the way there and still maybe like kind of in a hazy spot, like, okay, I got the tech. I'm, in LMC now, but I just don't know about this mm-hmm. all the way. I know there's like policy exists, business always exists. Like what if you're ca- if for someone that's maybe not all 
fully confident in like going that route uh-huh. where, where 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 would you say the value is for them i would say lm the biggest thing is that lmc is so diverse um in my first intro to lmc class our professor asked what all of our career goals were mm. and some people were saying technical writers some were saying they want to become lawyers or um authors mm. or book editors and then there was just this one kid who was like, I want to be a YouTube content creator. <laughs> and that was just the best comment ever because it really showed that we all have completely different interests. Yeah. We all have like huge dreams. Mm-hmm. And with this major, it's all completely possible because mm-hmm. it's just so diverse and teaches you so many things. Mm-hmm. And um, especially going to tech, you are taking required courses like computer science that aren't just supposed to make your life miserable but also our computer science you. made my life miserable <laughs> <laughs> but besides that it's also giving you so much background knowledge that right. other people wouldn't necessarily have and it's just making you into a stronger more confident person yeah. um and i would say if anyone's like on the fence about being pursuing lmc or just humanities mm-hmm. at tech in general the biggest thing for me was um it's okay to not know what you want to do yeah but know the impact that you want to make on mm-hmm. the world and like what your overall goal is like gonna be because with that then it doesn't matter what your career is yeah. or what you end up majoring in like you will succeed with your passions um yeah and i i also one time i was planting trees w- for an lmc class wow. <laughs> okay i didn't know you yeah, did that <laughs> I, I was planting trees on 8 a.m on a saturday that's for, wait this yeah. for a grade yeah, it was just part of my LMZ seminar class. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, and um, it was a group of us LMC ladies, and there's this guy who came up to us, and he like introduced himself and asked what our majors were, and then we asked what his, and he was a um, grad student at Tech studying computer science, mm-hmm. and like we were just all LMC majors there planting trees for a grade, so we were kind of like, what's the next? Like, what's he gonna say next? Yeah. And his response was so cool. He was literally like, I could never do what you guys do. I have so much respect for you guys being able to communicate and write so well and do all those things with like poise and confidence. And I could just never do that. And in the same way, that's exactly how I think about STEM majors or people who are studying different things like Mm -hmm. business. Like my brain is not wired like that. But it's so cool being able to see people pursue what they're interested in but also know that we all have our different strengths and i don't need to like compare myself to anyone yeah. else yeah. yeah what's what's the next coolest invention worth if we can't understand right what it means or what <laughs> it does i mean someone's got to say something about it exactly so. like we're so interdependent on each other it yeah. doesn't really matter who's doing um who's doing what as long as we are appreciative mm-hmm. oh, that's cool you should be editor-in-chief of this thing <laughs> one time you'd be you'd be great at it um, oh my gosh okay I think that's a good spot to end. That I sounds got a, good. I learned a lot today, so thank I'm you. I'm happy. Thanks for coming on. Uh, where do you get the paper usually when when you whenever you're getting it? Um, so my Fridays are spent uploading everything onto the WordPress site, mm-hmm. and so when I'm leaving, like late at night, is when I grab it from um this flag. Building. Okay, so you're, you get from right. the flag too. Okay, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I nice. just grab it, go, and I have a huge stack of just newspapers in my room. Yep, yep. I same, won't say that same. I've read through everything. But oh, I definitely have not. No, yeah, no, I no. just have it. There I read. I have to read show. my section to, to, to proofread it, and that's yep. That's mostly <laughs> as far as I go, but that's fine. No, oh, yeah, yeah. You can so uh, you can find the technique in most big buildings here. Um, the student center is soon to be complete, and that will be a building. I think you can get it in at least two spots when it's open. 
Um, and our app eventually will be done, and that will have a map that will be updated when the student center is also done, uh, where all the stands are. So that'll be a fun thing for people um, like Kristen and not me, because I guess where I'll not be here. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, our managing editor is Taylor Gray, and our editor in chief is Janat Batra. Uh, we have two. Well, we have an issue coming out. This this episode's probably going to drop on Thursday, so Thursday the thirty first. So then we'll have an issue on April first um, with some jokes involved, considering what day of the what day it's coming out in April. And then there's two more issues after that for the spring semester. And then that's it. And then we'll have a cup. We'll have like one a month in the summer for those that are around. Um, yeah. And if you want to read the the uh, the technique online, it's neek.net. And Kristen's fingerprints are all over that because she put all the stuff <laughs> there. So everyone is technically re- everyone's reading your work. True. In some form or fashion, <laughs> <laughs> interacting with your work. So, uh, oh yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you.